act one of melus gloriosus the braggart captain by titus Maccius plautus translated by henry thomas riley eighteen sixteen to eighteen seventy eight this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. melus gloriosus the braggart captain dramatis personae pirgo polynices the braggart captain read by son of the exiles artotragus a parasite read by our matstone paraplecomenus an old gentleman the friend of pleusicles read by todd pleusicles a young athenian read by adrian stevens palestrio servant of pyrgopolinices read by vocal penguin skeladrus another servant of pyrgopolinices read by mike manalakis lucrio a lad an underservant of pyrgopolinices read by wendy katzhiller cario cook to paraplicominus read by andrew gauntz a boy and a servant read by sandra philocamassium the mistress of pergopolinices read by matea bracich acrotulusium a courtesan read by sonia milphidippa her maid read by jen broda stage directions read by jim locke scene ephesus the street before the houses of periplacomenus and pergopolinices which adjoin each other act the first scene one enter pergopolinices artotrogus and soldiers take ye care that the lustre of my shield is more bright than the rays of the sun i want to be at the time when the sky is clear that when occasion comes the battle being joined mid the fierce ranks right opposite it may dazzle the eyesight of the enemy but i wish to console this sabre of mine that it may not lament nor be downcast in spirits because i have thus long been wearing it keeping holiday which so longs right dreadfully to make havoc of the enemy but where is artotrogus here he is he stands close by the hero valiant and successful and of princely form mars could not dare to style himself a warrior so great nor compare his prowess with yours him you mean whom i spared on the gorgonidonian plains where bumbo macades clytomestorid sarcades the grandson of neptune was the chief commander i remember him him i suppose you mean with the golden armour 
whose legions you puffed away with your breath just as the wind blows away leaves or the reed thatched roof that on my troth was really nothing at all faith that really was nothing at all in comparison with the other things i could mention aside which you never did if any person ever beheld a more perjured fellow than this or one more full of vain boasting faith let him have me for himself i'll resign myself for his slave if tis not the fact that my one mess of olive pottage is eaten up by me right ravenously where are you lo here i am eat troth in what a fashion it was you broke the foreleg of even an elephant in india with your fist how the foreleg i mean to say this the thigh i struck the blow without an effort troth if indeed you had put forth your strength your arm would have passed right through the hide the entrails and the frontispiece of the elephant i don't care for these things just now he faith is really not worth the while for you to tell me of it who knows right well your prowess aside tis my appetite creates all these plagues i must hear him write out with my ears that my teeth mayn't have time to grow and whatever lie he shall tell to it i must agree what was it i was saying oh i know what you were going to say just now e faith twas bravely done i remember it being done what was that oh what whatever it was you were going to say have you got your tablets are you intending to enlist i have them and a pen as well how cleverly you do suit your mind to my own mind tis fit that i should know your inclinations studiously so that whatever you wish should first occur to me what do you remember i do remember this in cilicia there were a hundred and fifty men a hundred in cryphio latheronia thirty at sardis sixty men of macedon whom you slaughtered all together in one day what is the sum total of these men um seven thousand it must be as much you keep the reckoning well yet i have none of them written down still so i remember it was by my troth you have a right good memory artotrogus aside tis the flesh-pots give it a philip so long as you shall do such as you have done hitherto you shall always have something to eat i will always make you a partaker at my table 
besides in cappadocia you would have killed five hundred men together at one blow had not your sabre been blunt i let them live because i was quite sick of fighting why should i tell you what all mortals know that you pyrgopolinuses live alone upon the earth with valour beauty and achievement most unsurpassed all the women are in love with you and that not without reason since you are so handsome witness those girls that pulled me by the mantle yesterday what was it they said to you they questioned me about you is achilles here says one to me no says i his brother is then says the other to me by my troth but he is a handsome and a noble man see how his long hair becomes him certainly the women are lucky who share his favours and pray did they really say so they both entreated me to bring you past to-day by way of a sight to them tis really a very great plague to be too handsome a man they are quite a nuisance to me they are praying entreating beseeching me to let them see you bidding me be fetched to them so that i can't give my attention to your business it seems that it is time for us to go to the forum that i may count out their pay to those soldiers whom i have enlisted of late for king seleucus entreated me with the most earnest suit that i would raise and enlist recruits for him to that business have i resolved to devote my attention this day come let's be going then guards follow me exeunt end of act one